Welcome to Sister Strong, a podcast and video series all about possibility. I'm your host, Betsy Wiersma. This podcast and video series are ways to share ideas and insights and experiences to help us all stand strong for health and happiness. This is a toolkit, so hopefully some of these things can help you on your journey. Today, we're so blessed to have a wonderful guest, the amazing, the globetrotter, the innovator, Lindy Royer. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Betsy. Lovely to see you. It's, you know, to think that just a year ago, we were in a hotel room climbing the Sydney Harbor Bridge, and a year later, uh, we're not uh, down in Sydney. <laughs> we're not. We're not even touching each other. <laughs> That's right. No bridge touching, no suit wearing. No. <laughs> yes, I'm kind of thinking social distancing doesn't mean putting yourself on a cable 600 feet above uh, a highway and an ocean. Um, you know, they're probably got that on pause for right now, but we're so glad to have you share some ways where we can be sister strong. And the concept here is we all have experiences, we all have expertise. You particularly have a lot, a lot of expertise. So I, I want you to share with the ladies and people listening some things they might think about here on their journey that can be uplifting and positive and things that they can do. So tell everybody a little bit about you and your background, and then we'll dive into some tips. Okay. Um, I grew up in Australia. So if I have some, I'm not drunk. I haven't been, I haven't been, you know, coronavirus drinking, um, but my, my accent still a little bit Aussie every now and then. Um, so I grew up in Australia. I came over here in the late seventies to ski lived in Steamboat Springs and fulfilled my lifelong passion for being a ski bum. So I uh, did that for a few years, went back to the practice that I trained in the physical therapy and moved back to Denver and was really just disenchanted with PT. And what saved me was learning about Pilates um, and becoming a Pilates instructor and eventually a teacher of teachers. So I do a Pilates education and I have a studio in Lone Tree where we combine Pilates and healthy whole body movement and other techniques to keep people moving and healthy. And one of the things we say is if you move well, you will be well. We'll see. And you know, I want to stop there and talk about what is Pilates because I didn't really know, and I've been doing it with you all these years, that it was a person. There was an actual um, Joseph Pilates, is that his name? Yep, that's his name. Tell Joseph. everybody a little bit about where it came from. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of interesting because some of us in the community have been talking about this. Joe Pilates was uh, a German and he was apparently kind of a sickly kid and his family was quite robust. You know, I sort of always think about the robust Germans doing calisthenics and things. And so he decided he wanted to get strong like the rest of his family, his brothers. And he got really intrigued with how animals move and how animals learn to move. And then he studied Eastern practices like Tai Chi and martial arts and found yoga and put all that together with calisthenics and boxing and gymnastics and things that his family was doing and combined this method it was actually a series of movements that he taught. Um, and, and he said, if you do these movements every day, you'll be strong and healthy and you'll never need an aspirin is what he used to say. <laughs> there you um, go. <laughs> and one of the fascinating things about his story is that his family went to England during World War One to train supposedly uh, some of the people, the uh, people at Scotland Yard and World War One happened and they got put in an internment camp. 
Wow. And while in the internment camp, you know, he, Joe particularly was, was told to go work with the sick people in the hospital beds. And that was how, if anybody's ever seen some of the Pilates equipment, that's how he developed the equipment. He started tying cables and springs onto the, the hospital beds and making people move in hospitals. So the second part of the story that's interesting is this happened and the Spanish flu epidemic occurred. And we are now a hundred years after that, approximately, in that, you know, we're recording this in the midst of coronavirus, whatever we're gonna call it. Um, I'd say wake up call, but um, the coronavirus situation. And apparently what happened, because he had all of these people breathing and moving in his camp, they didn't have as many fatalities from the Spanish flu as what was occurring around him. So that's actually part of sort of Pilates legend. Um, and Joe's whole philosophy was that we are designed as a whole person. We are designed to move as a whole person. And so all of his, you know, all of his methods, he sort of combined his methodology and put it into particular equipment and apparatus as well as his mat work. But his whole philosophy is about breathing moving as a whole person and essentially being integrated. So there's no one exercise where you would isolate a movement or isolate a body part, but it is very specific. Yeah, well, so good. So that's a good background for all of you who just kind of wondered where that came from. So let's get into some tips and tactics and tricks that you know from being, um, I'm going to give you the title queen of meaningful movement because you really have coined that about that movement is meaningful for your mind, body, and spirit, as you just kind of referred to the uh, Joseph Pilates story. So uh, let's go with some tips, uh, Lindy. We're, we're here, we're in our home, we're socially distanced uh, from everything, uh, but what can we do? Because we sure can't go to the gym right now. That's right, we sure can't. And I think what's happening, and I've, you know, I've connected with friends about this, where, you know, they'll say, well, I'm at home, so I didn't get up this morning and make my bed or brush my teeth or take a shower and get dressed the way I normally do. And now it's six o'clock at night and I haven't done any of those things. Um, so it's really important to maintain routines, especially now while we're socially distancing. So get up in the morning and, you know, brush your teeth if that's what you do. Hopefully you do that at some point in the morning. Um, do your normal routines. I particularly have a routine where I do some movement and also meditation, some sort of mindfulness practice. Um, and then structure your day. A lot of people are treating this like a snow day and it isn't a snow day. And if, if you're not structured and if you're not disciplined about how you're spending your time, you're going to get to the end of this and not be able to jump back in. Um, so I'm thinking about this time as this is a time for me to create, to take stock, to do some spring cleaning, both internally and externally, and also to continue structuring, structuring my day. Yeah, I did. You know, I'm doing these daily videos and what I did is get dressed up for you, right? Like get dressed up for you because your mood and you, who you are is how you package yourself. So I too have been getting up, putting on makeup, getting ready, um, Gosh, it's so human when your computer gives you a, a, a hello, hello, hello. Uh, I love being imperfect because I know I'm good at that. But um, yes, I mean, getting up and, you know, like 
treating this as a work day. And I've been amazingly, as you have, busy um, restructuring how we're doing the Camp Experience Network. You've restructured how you're doing the physical studio. And I'm mm -hmm. so happy, just as an aside, that you're taking things online. So at the end, we'll ask you how to contact you so everyone can participate in your online classes. So, okay. So have a routine. Get up. Get your, keep your life moving. What would be another tip you would give us? Um, I think because there's so much... Um, there's so much fear we can still access out there in the world. Um, so the second tip that I would have is set what your intention is for the day. Um, so it's very funny actually, because my intention, as you know, Bets, for you know, my intention for this year, my word um, that I chose for myself this year is connection. Um, and I, I taught my first online movement class this morning and I said to my class, how funny here we are, and I had 21 people all online, um, and I could see them all in their houses. I felt like a voyeur, actually. It was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Hello. I know, yeah, that was kind of exciting and kind of, you know, it was a little naughty, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, you're in your bedroom. Hello. Um, <laughs> Hello, people in your bedroom. Um, but I, it, it was, it was it's, it's kind of interesting that I chose connection, and I can still fulfill fill that intention of connection. It's just different. It just looks different to how I thought. So what's important is if you have a vision, and I think a vision, like true vision is an, has an emotional component. So not, oh, I want to buy the Mercedes or, you know, go first class on Singapore Airlines or whatever it is. A vision, a true vision has a strong emotional component. So you know, now I'm, I'm sort of in this thing of connection and inspiration. So how do I show up as that? no matter what the circumstances. And I can still teach an online class with connection and inspiration, even though the circumstances are not what I would have chosen for my life or your life or any of my clients or friends or family's lives, we can still stick to our intention. It's just that maybe it's manifesting slightly differently now, but it's important to bring that into our daily lives and not get really hung up and caught up in all of the, the fear and, you know, and I know it is, it is a concerning time. It's definitely challenging, but in great challenge is also great opportunity and great opportunity for growth and transformation. And I'm hanging on to that. Yeah. I, you know, I, again, trying to think of tactics every day for my daily videos, you know, one is the gratitude list. And I think that's what you're mentioning. Like, you know, set your intention, start with what is working. What is mm -hmm. working? And, you know, I was just noticing that 10 years ago, we did not have an Amazon distribution system in place, you know, that we do today. We did not have online pharmacies in place. We did not have Zoom communication with high speed mm -hmm. internet. So you could teach that class in your basement. So, you know, if you're going to have to have a pandemic, thank the dear Lord that we've really had a lot of innovation and a lot of good minds allowing, you know, my dad online grocery shopping. He can pick his stuff up somebody can deliver it to his house. So I think some of those things are, you know, a hidden blessing that we were ready in some weird way that we have different ways to make it happen. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to have a real day, get up, set our intention. What is your third tip? My third tip is move. So, cause that's what I'm about. Um, and, and the meaningful movement piece of it is, you know, I've always thought about going to the gym as not necessarily for me personally, and I know there's people and I was a gym rat, I, you know, I used to love it. Um, but now in my, oh, I got carded the other day. I have to tell, I have to tell everybody, I went to early shopping at Whole Foods and I got carded. because It's called senior shopping, Lindsay. It was 
You went shopping. I know you're shopping. Not only early shopping, you were your shopping. I know. So I was like, this is awesome. So that's another thing to add to our gratitude list. So I show up and there's only one, there's like a doorman and he lets you in and he's like, can I see your ID please? And I was like, oh, this is awesome. So anyway, I haven't been carted in like probably almost 40 years. It was great. Um, so as I'm now in my 60s, I don't really get a lot of meaningful pleasure from going to the gym. And I think more in terms of what am I doing in terms of my movement that is an investment in my future self. So if I picture myself 10 years from now, what do I want to be doing? Do I want to be that person who is afraid to step off a curb and you know needs a cane or is hanging onto the railing or whatever? And the answer is no, I don't want to be that person. So making, making our movement choices based on what we're investing in for our future selves. And so then it can be, if you've got stairs in your house, run up and down the stairs a few times, take the stairs two at a time, take the stairs three at a time, hop down the stairs like a bunny rabbit or a kangaroo, um, get up and down from the floor 10 times and then go about your business. We can move in meaningful ways um, that doesn't have to look like an exercise class or the gym. Well, yeah, one of my favorite things you taught me was that, you know, one of the things you need to take into your aging, your healthy aging, is the ability to get up from the middle of a floor by yourself. So I practice that as you direct me every single day. And I know that my dad cannot get up from the middle of a floor, you know, at 84 years old. So that's important. So I would just ask if there's one thing you would tell someone to do because people are like, oh, I've got all these good ideas. If you Mm -hmm. just had one idea, what would you say? Especially now, as we are now, um, the one thing that I would say is, how do you want to be? How do you want to show up through this huge transformation that we're all going through as a, you know, individuals, families, societies, cultures, and the whole world? How do you want to be through that transformation? And who do you want to be at the end of it? So when we come out of it, who do you want to be? What's that person look like? And hang on to that. Continue to connect with who you want to be through it and who you want to be at the end of it. Because we need to have an anchor, right? And if the anchor is the news, then, you know, and I'm not saying don't stay informed. That's important, obviously. But, you know, I have kind of a picture of who my future self is when we come out of this. And I don't know when that's going to be. And nobody really knows when that's going to be. But hang on to that anchor. And, and that will inform all of our actions that we take um, as we're moving forward. Oh, I love that. That is so good. Your future self. So we're going to move for our future self. We're going to get up and get in action and keep ourselves in a routine. We're going to set a good intention for the day. We're going to know how to get up from the middle of the floor by ourselves, which is very important. And we're yep. going to know that we're anchored in the possible of our future self. So that hits all the pieces to why love is the antivirus, self-care that the coach is telling us, helping yes. others, which is encouraging others in your network to also do the same and to help them however you can. And then lastly, believing that possible so that I'm going to change that to, um, you know, taking care of your future self. I love that, Lindy. Will you tell everyone, please, how they can get in contact with you and some of your online programs? Yes. Our website is, um, pmcenterformovement.com. So it's parkmeadowscenterformovement.com. Um, and we, are, we have one more free class actually on Monday morning that will be listed when you go to the schedule of there. But look for it next week. We're actually going 
going to start a full online class schedule probably by Wednesday of next week. So we will have classes like if you've got a foam roller sitting around at home collecting dust, pull it out. We're going to have a foam roller class. We're going to have ball classes. We're going to have TheraBand classes. Um, so we're going to have movement classes online that you can engage in. And I think the other important thing that I didn't say, and you alluded to it, well, two important things, connect. We can still connect like this and, and, and continue to think about selfless service. You know, the class that I did this morning was just as much for me as it was for the other people, but I, I also know they needed to connect. And I'm very happy to do a free class with people and know that I'm serving other people because we're all in this together after all. Oh, uh, so, yeah. You couldn't say it any better than that. Well, thank you so much for being on Sister Strong. This is a video series and podcast all about possibility. And today you got some super good tips for your toolbox and your journey of that, you know, just from Lindy's perspective about get up, get on it, get your intention, think about your future self. And, and I'm challenging you to get up from the middle of the floor. And I'm going to now switch it to three times a day instead of uh, just <laughs> one time on each side. Um, we hope. This is all part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, Women on Purpose for Good, Education, Inspiration, and Connections for Your Best Journey and Your Best Life. Please share this podcast and this video with people looking for positive energy, helpful tips, great connections, and wonderful sisters with love for a happy and healthy life. I'm your host, Betsy Wiersma.